0: Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. How y'all doing crew? Good. Have you had more than eight hours sleep nights this week? Yeah, tried to at least. Did anyone stay up all night on a night at Planet Shakers? That's right, you didn't. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) I won't say that's never happened. Because we definitely know it has. I was just reminiscing with Carl this morning. He said one trip that he took to Planet Shakers, someone got a lacerated eyeball jumping into a trailer trying to get their bag. They were that excited about being away. So they had to go to the hospital. So praise God, nothing like that happened. Very good. God's hand of protection over us, which is so good. But who enjoyed themselves? Yeah, it was really cool. Um, So we took a bunch of leaders and we took, um, how many of our, 17 of our youth away. Not everyone's here today, but that's great. And we also had Monica come. She's Satata's little sister. So that was so good. (laughs) You have a fan up there on the back. Um, So yeah, we're just going to go around and hear from all of these people. And I just pray that it adds to your faith hearing how God has moved in the lives of us, in the lives of teenagers, because this is, you know, this is the the powerful word and truth of God spoken from young people. They're in high school. They are surrounded by peers. A lot of them, most of them don't believe in God. So what God is able to do through these lives is amazing, and they have the potential to really influence their schools and their families and, yeah. Some people sitting here, they have family that, um, like immediate family that don't believe in God. So it's just really powerful what God's been able to do. But I just wanted to pass to Evan um, because she just wants to say a thank you to everyone.
1: Yeah. So um, I just want to thank everybody that um, paid for a lot of us to go because um, some of us have been really struggling financially. So even for my family, um, we got paid for completely and we got extra money given to spend. And I remember um, I had a job this time um, and I was trying to save up, but it was just not working out. And I was sitting on the table. I was like to my sister, okay, I can't go. Like, okay, give it up because I can't actually go. And then I went into my lounge room and then Chelsea called me and she was like, Somebody paid for you. I was like, "What?" <laughs> so I'm really, really grateful for that, um, and that was a blessing from God. So yeah.
0: So good. Um, does anyone want to start by sharing what they have to share? Sharing. Oh, Rosa.
2: Hey everyone. Hey. <laughs> um, my name is Rosa. For those who don't know, because I only started coming to church in like August, and I started through youth group. Anyways, that's just a little bit of background. Um, The thing that I took away, you guys might be confused, the people up here, because it was actually never mentioned, but I'm going to talk about perfectionism, because um, on this camp, I had a few conversations with some of my leaders, my sister, some friends, and they all came down to perfectionism with my situation, of, you know, sometimes I struggle to pick up the Bible, I struggle to pray um, because with perfectionism, you don't want to do something unless you do it the best and all the way and with this, I really, I realised that I just need to start taking steps and it was also with, when I would praise God as well, I I also realize that you can praise God when life's not the best either. And that also comes down to perfectionism. Yeah. For you guys, you're probably like, oh, my gosh, like, we all know that. But <laughs> for me, I'm just learning this stuff. And as a baby believer surrounded by people who are a bit further down their walk, um, and as a perfectionist, you compare yourself to people and you want to be the best no matter what. and After this camp, I have picked up my Bible, and I only read one chapter a day, and I'm satisfied with it. I'm very satisfied with it, yeah, and I'm very grateful because one of the lyrics in the songs was also, like, about what a privilege this is, and I realized what a blessing it is to even have been introduced to it, yeah, yeah, and... Our family comes from a Muslim background, so the fact that God really chose us and the fact that I encountered Him, I'm so grateful. Yeah, I know, guys. And I'm not gonna let perfectionism ruin it. I'm not gonna let perfectionism get to like my stop my walk because in five years' time, if I read a chapter a day, which I am, um, that's like how many chapters? <laughs> I'll, I'll already have I'll already read of twice. So I'm gonna start now. And instead of sitting there like, okay, on Saturday, I'm going to read this much and that much and I never actually get to it, which is called procrastination. (laughs) I'm going to start and I have a job at Macca's and school's starting soon, but at work, I'm a lot more energized. I'm a lot more kind to people because I read my Bible before I go to work and I read it in the mornings and I read it after I go on my phone, okay? (laughs) I don't read it before I go on my phone. And that was also something I was like... I have to read my Bible before I go on social media and text people. I do do that. And I don't even care because at least I do pick it up and it's steps. Yeah. Yeah, guys. And, yeah, something else I also want to add is um, being churchified. So I wouldn't pick – I picked up my Bible at the start when I did become a believer and all that. But I stopped and I still came to church. And the whole thing with praising, I didn't have a reason to praise, I thought, because I had the mindset of you have to praise when life is good. And for me, I felt like life wasn't good. So when I would praise, I didn't really even feel like I had a reason. So I became churchified, which was in the sermon. Art, I don't know, I forgot his last name. Boshoff. Art Boshoff. He was talking about being churchified. And I realized the real reason we actually come to church, like we don't come to church to feel good which which was what I wanted and he said don't be a goosebump junkie which is what I wanted I always just wanted to like feel good but I don't I don't want to feel good anymore because the fact that I've been blessed to have encountered the name Jesus Christ and to like know him and now that I can actually start reading and getting to know about him I feel grateful now so I want to I want to like spread it to other people. And now I know the real reason we come to church. I'm here, this is, we're like an army. We come here and we train. And this is not a Sunday's faith. We go out and for the rest of the week in your school, at work, at home, on the street, on social media. Yeah. You go out and you might not be like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Sometimes you have to show people like, oh my gosh, I'm like so happy and life is good, even in the pain. And then they're like, oh, what's filled with it? And then they want to know. So sometimes it's not all about like going at it, but going at it is important too. That's why you need to read the Bible. So that's why, (laughs) yeah, because I struggle with um, confidence in my faith. Um, I feel like I'm not worthy enough to speak about it because I don't know anything about it. And since I'm like new at it, um, I, I feel like I don't have I, I felt like I'm not worthy enough to, like, have his name in my mouth. But now um, I'm going to read the Bible and I am going to talk about him and I'm not going to be ashamed of it. And whatever I do know, I'm just going to say it. I might know, I might not know much, but I do know something and I'm just going to speak about what I do know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, God. That's all.
3: Hi, I'm Lindy. Um, I've been a youth leader for a while. I joined youth in like year seven and then graduated and I'm old now so I'm a leader now. So I'm not youth anymore, I'm just an old. <laughs> um, so yeah, to piggyback on what Rosa said, um, Art Boschoff. he was a speaker at Planet Shakers. he's a South African, so very blunt and straight to the point. Um, so um, it was very convicting, everything he was saying. Um, one thing that, I, that really stood out to me was with his message, um, he's, he has a really big heart for um, like, a, like exactly that churchify thing, like coming to church to um, be filled but then like going past that and going out into community and reaching more people to get into God's kingdom. Um, so he was speaking a lot about that um, and one of the things that he said was that the enemy's greatest weapon is to lull you into a place of false security so that was, like, a really big one um, that stood out to me. Um, yeah, that the enemy will try and do anything to just distract you. So even if you're doing, like, even if you're distracted with work or distracted with, like, family life or things that are good in life, um, it's, like, one of his greatest weapons is to lull you into a place where you feel like, oh, this is, this is um, good enough, um, where you're not following God to the extent that you could. So, that was a big one for me, um, to not, like, pretend, like, not sit in a place where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is enough, and it's, it's not, because that's where the enemy wants me to be, to be in a spot where I feel like, oh, yeah, I'm good with God, and there's more that I could be doing. So, not to, like, confuse the balance between, like, works and grace, but, yeah, so that was something that I really got out of that. So, yeah, if you want to be convicted, go watch, go listen to his message, because you will be, <laughs> yeah. And it was really great just as a leader, I've been to a lot of conferences before and it was great as a leader to see um, that sort of uh, fresh new encounter that I used to have when I was younger and to see, like, our youth going down for multiple altar calls and going up to be prayed for and just being really bold in their faith. It was really encouraging to see that and to, like, remember what it was like when I was younger and you just, like, get into the mosh pit and you just, like, go and get prayer and you're just, like, running up to God. It was great to see all of that in you guys. So I'm really proud of everyone. You guys are awesome. <laughs> oh
4: you. <sure. laughs> Hey. hey Judah. <laughs> Don't worry. i <I'll> be- <laughs> Name's Judah. Oh, yeah. Hey guys. And most of you know me, some of you may not. Um I had pretty much a lot of fun. Oh. Saw the um saw when um, the people were getting um prayed for felt like a proud father for some reason. Oh look <laughs> at them go. Oh, I helped them in that path I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was it was pretty great oh. I went through um quite i quite the emotional journey, and to say that I cried a little bit, I'd be lying I cried a lot I bawled I wailed. it was that big of an emotional journey <laughs> it's just. yeah (laughs) what anyways um yeah um was very touched by a lot of the stuff that they were teaching um now I had a pretty (laughs) I was having a pretty bad time in um the holidays I, I usually do like I don't really have many people to hang out with in the holidays, if you don't know, like my mum doesn't let me bring any friends home, <laughs> or that many, like, you know, she doesn't trust most of them, no offence to any of them, no, Judah, she's a bit, you know, I don't know, that background is just, I don't, tr- just, just be safe, Judah, okay, I just, okay, just don't want you to go down a path that, you know, you know. She's a great mom. Love you, mom. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, basically, I, I, I lost myself, like, during the holidays. I just kind of every time I go through, like, these holidays, and it's been going for a while, I tend to uh, lose sight of who I am. Again, the loneliness thing, like the fighting the battle alone. I remember the first message. Yeah, um, the singer, I can't remember his name, but Noah. Noah. Okay, thanks. Um, He was saying how he went through quite the background. Um, He was finding his battles pretty alone. Is that right? Yeah. Completely completely convicted because I also felt pretty alone, like, as if there was no one there. And then he said, oh, I'll never forget those words, um, that the church, like, they are going to be there, and they aren't going anywhere, which was some pretty confronting and powerful words. Just because... A lot of people i I remember just seem to be seem to leave me around that time i I'm pretty alone and I feel pretty by myself backed into a corner I like to think of it on the uh, back foot you know how wrestlers like they they get pretty beat up there's that one guy that's just like getting pummeled and and there's this just one guy that's just like <laughs> and you're just like, oh, my goodness, look at this guy getting smashed, bro. Yeah, I'm the one getting smashed, or it felt like. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty hard. It's, pre- it's pretty painful. But, like, someone reminded me that, like, there was a coach literally behind me. Like, he's giving me advice. He's rubbing me on the shoulders going, bro, I know this guy. I've seen him a thousand times. Here's what he's going to do. This is how you should find him, wow. and um, it was pretty, yeah. It was, it was a lot. Like you should have, you should have been there, honestly. <laughs> Planet Shakers, Planet Boom, Pastor Reggie. Oh my goodness, he was amazing. Oh, his saxophone. The I can I didn't actually say this to my mum yet, but well, I can't remember. But like, I literally watched Pastor Reggie. <laughs> Sing a song about a Big Mac. And just it was playing the saxophone. It was like something dumb cheese, beef, and bread. Oh, it's off topic, but it was amazing. <laughs> Truly profound. It was strong. But um yeah. <sighs> what I learned from it overall would have to be that I had to learn that I was not alone. Like, I still have people around me, sure, but God, he's kind of always there. Like, whether you're, I don't know, in the toilet or down in Africa saying a sermon, he's going to be there. He always has been there. I didn't acknowledge him as much as I should have. I kind of learned that. So... I start, I'm starting to try to, you know, talk to him more often, and just, oh, crazy thing, I actually learnt, like, I, I've been afraid to do this, the, like, for years, but I actually started singing there, and raising my hands, I learnt it there, it was amazing, like, I was all, ah, and singing, ah. <laughs> oh. And when I was crying, it was like, oh, "Show me your glory." <laughs> it was, it was pretty amazing. I'm gonna stop because you know, that's about enough of me. Thank you. Hi. Um,
5: one. Hello. Yes. Um, I'm Chloe. For some of you who know me, I've just been a rec leader. I have not. Really Sorry, youth leader. I'm in wreck as well. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I never grew up in youth kind of thing. So it was amazing to see all these young people encounter God and be there. But one thing that they did at the Boom Conference, which I thought was, like, amazing, is um, at the end of one of the nights, they got all us leaders, all the girls to come to the front and make a circle and then all the boys go to the back. And it was like every young person in that auditorium was surrounded. Like, they, they had someone praying for them. They had someone standing on their behalf. And um, and then each of them got prayed for. Either if they were a female, they went to females. Yeah. Um, but it was just powerful. And I reckon it was defining for most of our young people and the young people there. So, that was really good. Um for what God did in me there was like every message I kind of got something out of and I think the one thing God did was realign things in my life because the last year or since coming back to Madura, kind of struggled with what am I meant to be doing here and I've been really distracted with things and um yeah God just set that straight and Um, One of the messages, or not messages, but one of the testimonies of one of the songs that Noah wrote was the burden of a city, a burden for the nation. Um, But instead of getting the burden for the nation, I got a burden for the kids in this city, in Madura, seeing broken children and children in our community coming to Christ and being fathered and shepherded um, by the church. So, yeah, so... (laughs)
6: Um, Hi, I'm Lucy. Lucy. (laughs) I've got quite a few notes, so I'll try and get through them. There was just so much. You guys really should go. It was, (laughs) oh, so good. Um, There was a theme throughout most of the messages that I found, and it was about how we need to outpour our love of God and not keep it hidden. So I have like a quote from each speaker. Um, Sam Rodriguez, he was really good, like so powerful. And he said, whilst we're waiting for Jesus to come down, he's waiting for the church to stand up. And that really hit me and, sorry, I had such a big impact because, you know, I'm waiting for him to make a move but he's waiting for us to stand up. And if I know God's coming, I want to know that I've changed people's lives because of him. And from Reggie Dabbs, he said, I don't want to go to heaven with a name tag. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) that's crazy. Um, And I want to rock up to heaven and be like, I don't want God to be like, I know who you are. You're Lucy. But what would you do? I want to rock up and he's like, yo, Lucy. (laughs) oh, you did this and this and this, oh my gosh. Um, and I want him to know that I've tried to my best to serve in such a powerful way. From Pastor Russell Evans, he said, you're called to be a presence carrier. And for me, in this generation and at the age I'm at, I, I think it's really important for me to carry God's presence wherever I go. Because there's... So many teenagers who are blinded by the devil and they don't know there's a higher authority and they don't know there's someone above the devil and who's way greater than him. So I want to bring that everywhere I go. And then from, there was two quotes from two different speakers that both were alike, but they both brought out a different testimony. Like, it was great. And Andy said, we're not going to be apologetic for believing in God we're set apart from others for a reason. And Art Boshoff said, how are we going to change the world if we care about what people say? And I used to be quite a shy worshipper, wasn't super outgoing. Um, and now I've realised we're following God who saved us from sin. I'm not going to be apologetic for being too much. You can deal with it. <laughs> I'll do what I want. <laughs> um but yeah, notice how I said used to be, because I got changed. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> nice.
7: Um, Hi, I'm Lana. Yeah. So, I went to Planet Shakers. It was amazing. You guys definitely, definitely need to go. Is her name
5: bad
0: John? <laughs> <laughs> Don't take it off. Chris. Chris said that he'd pay for next next year's registration for anyone that left their tag on all year. So Alana's in the running. Yeah. And so is Judah. <laughs> <laughs> and Fakita. Thanks, <laughs> Chris.
7: Um, I got a lot out of it sum it all up in one speech so um, (laughs) um, one thing I got from Pastor Reggie was um, that true salvation is turning off what the world wants you to do and thinks and looking Jesus in the eye like just need to know what he thinks just care about what he thinks no one else yep I'm done now
8: Hey, I'm Georgia. Um, Something that was shared in a few messages, but in I found in Pastor Andy's at the Planet Boom session was to not get hung up on worry or fear because God can always turn things around for good, and He's already won the victory. And I just found that really encouraging and comforting. Like I may not know what this year will look like, but I know that God does. And therefore, there's no need to waste my time worrying how it will work out, because he has a plan and purpose for every stage of our lives. And then Sammy Rodriguez also talked about this in his message when he made the statement, the testimony is always greater than the threat, and what heaven starts, hell cannot stop. So I was like, yeah, it's just a great reminder that whatever challenges I may face, God's will prevails, and he's constantly in control. And then Sammy in that same message also used the analogy, I think that's what it's called, where he like threatened to rip out pages of the Bible and he was like, he questioned us, he was like, why do we live like some of the pages of the Bible are missing? And that really stuck with me and it was just a great reminder to not live life picking and choosing like what parts of scripture to obey and implement into my daily life, but actually live life according to the whole word and not disregard scriptures. Like, for example, like, Seriously striving to live by loving your neighbours as yourself and thinking of others, not yourself, as you would, I don't know, like to follow the commandment to not kill. Like, just take it serious, I guess. But, um, so yeah, that demonstration really stuck with me and it got me thinking. But yeah, and it's also backed up in scripture. It says in 2 Timothy three sixteen, all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And, yeah, it's just a great reminder to me that scripture comes from God. You don't rule any of it out because there's a purpose for his word. And, yeah, I just can't recommend Plant Shakers enough, especially Broom Conference. It was just so encouraging to see hundreds of people your own age so passionate
9: about God. So, yeah. Hi, I'm Lily. Sorry for those who can't see me. I'm kind of tucked away. Um yeah, just a warning, I'm a bit emotionally raw. I don't know, hearing these guys (laughs) gets me. But um, April 2013, I went to my first ever Planet Shakers, which is almost 10 years ago. And at that first Planet Shakers, um, I couldn't pinpoint a moment, but um, I don't know if it was the sermons and just the Holy Spirit. But um, I walked away with a relationship with the Holy Spirit because I grew up in church. I didn't didn't always know the Holy Spirit um, the way I did after that conference. And, and I walked away knowing that God loved me. And, like, that's the gospel, that God so loved the world. So, um. yeah, so anyway, it's just such a blessing to be in the room and watch um, the young people meet God and, and know that, um, find out for themselves that he really does love them. Because um, that's so life-changing. And, um, yeah, I just want to say to you guys, sometimes conference can feel like um, a high and then the rest of life, it's like, oh, where did God go? He's Like Judah said, he is always with you. Keep the flame alive. Read your Bible every day to know him, not to tick off a box or to be a, you know, follow a religious regiment. Read your Bible to know him, and no matter what you're feeling, go to him. Even if you feel like you don't want him, even if you feel like you're being tempted by the worldly things, go to him. Tell him, God, right now I feel like I don't want you. Right now I want to go my own way. Can you show me which way to go? Seriously, it's the best decision you'll ever have. And I'm just so, yeah, I'm grateful. I love you guys so much. We all love you guys. There is a lot of um, worldly fun things that we could do on a Friday night, to be honest. Like if we wanted, we could be out having dinner with our friends or something like that. But that is nothing compared to showing up for you guys, praying for you guys, serving you guys because we love you and we love to see you know God. And anyway, yeah, that's my bit.
10: Uh, hi, I'm Zach. Um, hello. Um, yeah, it was awesome this year. It was amazing. It was so um, It was so awesome to be, because like last time I went to Plant Shakers, I was like a youth kid, so it was so long ago. I'm not old. I'm not saying I'm old, but I mean, it was a while ago, you know, and um, it was just so awesome to do this again, to see God open the doors and um, like, we, like the money that it cost to go had been saved up for years so you know and that's amazing and it, it's all you know to, because of your giving um, and our giving and yeah it was just amazing um, to see so many young people like step up and um, there's just so many leaders here as well like Chelsea and I were praying um, over the all, and could just feel that over all of them um, that you know every single one of you guys are leaders um and all of your stories and yeah it's just so amazing um did anyone did any of you guys watch the online services for planet shakers yeah a few of you guys yeah yeah so i'm sorry because oh man i'm a big fan of not spoiling things so like you guys listen to spoilers today sorry about that um yeah but um no it was amazing uh it's so funny how you go to things and um, you get a word for the year from God and you have an idea of what it's going to be. And you all know this, like, you know, we've got words for the year for church, but then they've just meant something else. It's so cool. And uh, and I was ready. I was really like ready to, for God, to tell me what he meant by, you know, what show me your glory was going to be. Because um, I... Um, you know, you hear all these stories in the Bible, and you're like, "Man, I'm not going to be satisfied till I see a tornado or fire come down and take away my neighbour, who keeps <laughs> not snipping my part of the lawn as well." You know, um, and but like, <laughs> and I was just like <laughs> so amazed because um, there are things that are happening at the moment in God's kingdom on in our lives that's more amazing than that than than like the things you hear and read about in the old testament you know like i really got to see god's glory because um i got to see god's glory because i've seen young people who have been um tormented and young people that have been really you know hurt come and be saved and um that's god's glory you know just to see um lives transformed and you know when i'm like god you know how do i find your glory god and he's like look around you look at the people in your life you know look at the person next to you and listen to their testimony ask them what they've been through and see what i brought them out of and um and yeah i just had this moment where uh reggie dabs um called everyone up uh young people up to prayer. for the salvation call and just like I've like God like showed me like some of the heaviness that they were going through and just for someone to um go you know my life is you know for a young person who has gone through so much to go you know what I don't you know I don't you know I hate life I, I don't you know I don't even want to try I want to like you know do all these things to like hurt myself and just to see them and um see the heaviness they're carrying, but then to see them find hope is just amazing and like yeah God's glory has shines so much, and we're going to see God's glory <laughs> shine in your lives and um yeah, it was amazing um, yeah so i I just want to thank God for that and um yeah and i and I also wanted to say um that like I, you know, we, we see God's glory all the time, and and just an encouragement. Like you don't have to go to a conference to see to get this experience. We can have this experience at church every time we come here. We can have this experience every day. Um, you know, when you're walking in step with the Spirit, um, you'll find things every day. You know, you're not gonna get to a point where you 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 hear a scripture and you go, oh, I know all about that. You know, there's like. I, and I used, to, I used to think, like, you know, I'd come to church Sunday and be like, oh, yeah, cool, I've read this chapter of the Bible before. I know where this is going. Um, and then it, does, it goes a different way because, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, God's going to, you know, God, if you're walking set with the Spirit, if you're doing what you know that you need to be doing to walk closer to God, then, you, you know, every single day you're going to experience God and you're going to see his glory. So, yeah, awesome. I'm going to move on to the next person.
0: We are going to go rapid fire because we know it's heating up in here. But thank you. Receive. <laughs> Wind right. of the Spirit.
11: For those who don't know me, my name's Will. I've been going to youth for a couple years now. It's been good. Planet Shakers. Where do I start? Um, I reckon I'll start with Reggie Dabs first. Amazing speaker. The way God works through him is amazing one of his messages at the planet boom conference the youth conference spoke about brokenness and how god is always with you when you can't feel him working when you can't see him working he never stops working and he is always with you and it's just amazing how like the god creator of everything loves you on a personal level and it's amazing and not to mention his saxophone playing, that was amazing too. That that Big Mac song, that's good. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Art Boshov at the main conference spoke about how not to be churchified and how you're not meant to go to church to feel good, but you're meant to go to church to go out into the world and make a difference and speak into other people's lives. And the whole conference really gave me eyes to see and ears to listen and how i can like work in other people's lives and yeah it's just good and yeah and praise seeing a room filled with like three or four thousand youth people and the whole room's just going up and down (laughs) like the bass the speakers was crazy like the praise was amazing it was good yeah all right rapid fire who's next (laughs)
1: Guys, as you you might not know, but my name is Evan. Um, I'm sisters with Rosa and Manso, so you didn't know that because we're actually really new to this church. Um, But at the conference, I got so much out of it. Like, in one day, it was like I was living 30 days (laughs) and I was having like 30 different moments. It was really crazy. Like, like I don't even know. (laughs) But I have a pretty cool story. So, I actually Stopped coming to church like for a month. Um, I was really struggling um, because God, I was going in a very bad direction of life, and I, it was this is the straight path, and this is God's, this is um, the bad path, and I was really going down deep. And God was like, nope. And then it really hit me. I was going through a lot of pain because He was, He just picked me up and put me on the straight path, and I was like, because if you don't do it yourself, if you don't obey, God's gonna do it Himself, and it's gonna hurt. So I was like, boop. <laughs> So I was hurting, so I was always, I had to cut out so much things in my life, and I was really learning, I was growing, and um, I was so tired, I couldn't even get up for church, and I got to a point where I was like, Satan was really attacking me, you know, you you have too much of a big past, you're not even, like, born as a Christian, mm-hmm. you don't know anything, um, you've done too much, you're pathetic, um, like... There's too many people because, you know, um, sometimes we can feel there's too much things around us that Mm want to hurt us. And we feel like we're targeted and we feel like, why does the world hate me so much? I feel that everybody is like eyes are just targeted to me and they don't want good for me. And that's how I felt. And I was miserable. And I was like the prodigal son. So I went on to this conference because it was a really big blessing. And I told my sister earlier in the month of December that I know God's going to do something big in December. I know God's going to do a miracle. And I kept saying that. And she was like, okay. And he did. I I got to go to the conference and I was like dragging myself along because I had to cut off so much of my life. So I was just kind of laying there all day like, oh, I'm miserable. I can't go back to Jesus. I'm like depressed. And I went to the conference and they talked about the prodigal son. And I was sitting there and I was like, That's me, like, (laughs) that's literally me. And I really learned so much. It was not just, oh, I went there and I got one experience. In, like, one day, I was like, boom, 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 like something else, Mm. and it was really crazy. And, like, I was thinking to myself, I'm not going to get any, like, I knew that I was going to get something out of this, but I thought, yeah, going to be, it's going to be great, but then when I leave, I'm just going to feel the heaviness on me. And when I went back home, I don't know what got into me but I was completely healed from all of that shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so good. Yeah. And so good. all of that shame lifted off of me and I because I wanted to follow God, but the shame built on me so much that I felt that I couldn't, but I was mm-hmm. so grateful that I just wanted to follow God so much, but mm-hmm. when the shame lifted off of me, I felt free and I start I read the Bible every single day after I went back home from this conference and I just have a couple of things I, that's probably what I was meant to do um, <laughs> so yeah obviously you're different you're set apart you're chosen you're changed and you're you're God's masterpiece and you might not feel like it but I really can see how God created all of you guys and um he has like a purpose for all of you and just have to step into it and he doesn't want 99% of you it's not going to happen you can't be like 99% that's not going to work you need to give it all mm-hmm. and you need to just sit there you need to just be like I give it all I don't care and when I when you're in the brokenness that I was I didn't care I had nothing to lose so I gave it all mm-hmm. and yeah so we're set apart and you know you're not who you used to be and you're not going to find me where I used to be you're not going to find me there anymore you can you know I'm so scared of people saying oh this is how you used to be you're a Christian you've done such bad things who do you think you are your family is Muslim what's wrong with you but come up to my face and tell me how I used to be sorry how do I say this but (laughs) if somebody this is what I told my mum and if somebody wants to come up to you and and talk about all the bad things you've done they're gonna look into the eye of somebody who's completely different. It doesn't matter what you've done. Yeah, You're yeah. completely new. Yeah. So what your past literally doesn't matter. When you when you follow Jesus and you get changed, the past is literally, it means nothing because they're looking into the eyes of somebody completely new. Yeah. And you need to yeah. forgive them. You need to forgive them. That's the yeah. only way, guys, because forgiveness kills. Uh, unforgiveness kills. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like you need to forgive in your life because my dad and I just want to speak a testimony he had a lot of unforgiveness people heard him and it brought down into our um, family and we're from a little village in Turkey with lots of perverseness and alcoholism and everything is messed up in that country and people get really hurt and he had so much unforgiveness in his heart and I used to have such a bad relationship with him because I thought all he wanted to do was hurt me. And after he passed, I realized this is more than about him, you know, me me having a bad relationship with him. He didn't, he didn't hate me. He was not raised in the things of God. He was like when an animal gets poisoned, he's like running around. I don't know what I'm doing. And this is how a lot of our people are in this generation, how our kids are. And honestly, One thing that Art from South Africa, he was talking about being bold and he was talking about not being, um, he was being talking about um, not being apologetic because honestly, what set me free was the truth and the complete truth. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to set this generation free with this little, you know, oh yeah, you know, progressive stuff because sometimes we don't like the truth okay sometimes the bible can hurt but how are you going to get set free if you don't have the truth in the bible yeah. it says yeah, the truth shall set you free so if we're expecting our little hindered like changed views to set people free it's not going to work guys and you need to give it to them how it is we're all going to pass away one day but we need to make sure that the thing that set us free we're sharing with others yes. yeah and just one more thing <laughs> Yeah, so following Jesus is going to cost your reputation, your friends, your comfort, your desires. It's going to cost everything. But to be honest, as I was the prodigal son and I had gone back into the world and I was struggling, I realized it doesn't matter what it costs. I can't live in this pain anymore. I can't live in this misery. It it, it doesn't matter what it's going to cost. I want Jesus because that's the only thing. And I realized there was only one constant thing in my life. Everything was always fighting against me and hurting me and everything that I ran to just really made me suffocate. But there was only one constant thing in my life and that was God. It wasn't God that was trying to ruin my life. I was running to bad things that were ruining my life. So yeah, don't be apologetic. Don't be um, apologetic for your faith. Don't be ashamed. And you don't need to be forcing it into people's face be christian be christian show it show it in your lives you have the truth you have the power you have what will set you free so why don't you show it (laughs) so yeah that's what i got out of it (laughs) all right i was not expecting
0: this much from this group they were obviously quite silently getting blown away all week um, sorry, Monica, I'm going to come back to you. Let's just go our youth because you see that time and how it's in red. We've gone over time. So I want your boom, boom, boom. But okay. thank you, church. Hello.
12: Um, my name's Grace, Grace, by the way. <laughs> um, I'm going to read a quote from Sammy Rodriguez and... His quote was the size of your praise is directly proportional to the hell he took you out of. And I'm like, okay, damn, that was a good opening. And I'm like, I'm I'm gonna get ready for all this, cause my gosh, it was all week, or like the whole time we were there, it was like bang bang. And I was like, Yeah, I'll take it, I'll take it. And then um and he was talking about like mantle of drought, fire and rain and all that. And what I got out of that, it was like God removes the people that threaten the plan he has for your life. So, like, you're going to lose people and you're going to gain some people. But it's always a reason and, like, a plan for your life. So it's like, a reason for everything that happens. And then um, I think someone mentioned it over there. But it was, like, why preach a Bible as if some of the pages are missing? Preach the whole word with truth and love with nothing but the word. So, yeah, just, like, fill everything that's in the Bible.
2: Hello, my name's Cecilia, and one of the at the conference it was a altar call after Reggie spoke, and I was one of the first, well, not one of the first, like one of the small handful that went up first before like the rest of the herd came, and then, yeah, um, I remember like just standing there and I felt a bit self-conscious about the people around me, and then like. Should I really be standing here? But then I remember, like, they're not the ones that're gonna get me to heaven. Like, Amen. it's like it's m- between me and God only. Like, there's nothing, f- um, everyone else. And yeah, that's when like I just like let go. And I did like the ugly cry as well. Like I, I'm not one to be like emotional as well. I'm like, yeah, hard and that. But yeah. But yeah, that's it. Yeah.
13: Uh, hi, guys. My name's Elijah. Um, Planet Shakers. Ooh. <laughs> man, the Holy Spirit encounters there were just crazy from praying and worshipping in a room full of, like, people my age. Like, at school, when we when we run praise and worship, everyone's just standing there thinking about what everyone else thinks, and I'm just like, oh. Like, this year, I've been blessed to be the school captain of Henderson College. So... Um, so this year, my goal is to like, I don't know, bring, bring everyone towards God more. Like, I've always been known to be like the, the cool kid. Like everyone always follows me around everywhere. It's kind of annoying sometimes, but like, um, I don't care what my friends think anymore. Like there, I was just releasing myself. And what I, like, what I learned was like session one, like don't get me wrong, all the other sessions were really good, but like Noah Walker, his, his word about the prodigal son and everything, like I've done some really stupid things already. Like it went from, let's just keep it, a, it went from a hidden phone from my parents to a hidden girlfriend. Let's just, let's just keep it like that. Um, but man, that the praying, when we all got called to pray, uh, I went to one of my friends. He was like, it wasn't really one of my friends, like I met him in the mosh pit, like we were both getting trampled on. Like, I was, he was just like, oh, hey, what's your name? While well, everyone's jumping and praising, we were screaming at each other. So I just went and prayed. He prayed for me. It was like, "Um, he prayed. He said that God sees me doing something sport-wise. So if you don't know, I'm a really big sports player. Like, I'm going to Bendigo next week to represent Mildura. Um, I don't know what. He was like, there was also, uh, yeah, like, he helped. Noah helped me think that no matter what I've done and no matter who I am, God will always be there for me. Yes. And he always loves me because, like, at that time, I was like, man, that was really stupid what I did. And, like, as Chloe said, I've been trying to, I've figured to realign all my priorities, like get my priorities straight with God first and then sports second. It's just, um, like, when he said, when, when I start to realise, oh, God put you there for a reason. I'm just like, okay, why did God put me there? Am I supposed to like preach to my teammates? So like yesterday, I was yesterday I had my training, and I was just at the end of training, I asked my coach, uh, Coach, next next week for Bendigo, can I pray for the team every game? He's like, pray. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I want I want to pray for everyone, cause like we're losing some of our teammates too, and it's just like. Oh yeah, I want to pray for everyone, coach. He said I hope I hope I'll do well. And then he's like um man, I even got hurt in the mosh pit, but like then we went to Macys and I prayed I was on the phone call with my mom and then I prayed and then it, like after I was after the mosh pit, I was just like limping out of the session. I was like limping and my leg was hurting so bad. But after like I don't know what it was, but I prayed for myself after the phone call with my parents. And then the youth said, "The youth leader said, let's get going. And I just got up and I started walking. Like, yeah. nothing ever happened. So, Woo-hoo. yeah.
14: Uh, hello, my name is Kita. Hey, nice you. Yeah. Um, honestly, Punnett Shakers Planet Boom was so amazing. We'll remember it. My phone is running out of storage because of it. Long ass videos. <laughs> amazing experience. Experience all the emotions. Um, and I'm glad I got to... Um, embrace that and experience that with my family yeah. all here so it's amazing. Uh, one of the things was the this buff South African guy comes out on stage gives the best speech that I can remember if I can remember. Um, <laughs> he was talking about how um, there are people these days where they're here to please people. There are some Christians where they want to please people and not offend anyone. There's people who are like, "Oh, I'm sorry I didn't I don't want to offend you, but this is the way of the Bible just, you know, there's there's a there's a, there's a barrier, like, you know? Um he was talking about how we need to offend <laughs> in the most lovable way. Um cuz Jesus wasn't like, "Oh, please follow me," you know? He was Please come, uh, you have a lot of money, you know, come this way. <laughs> he, God was, Jesus wasn't there to, like, submit. He was there to turn up tables. He was there to preach to the crowds of thousands without apologizing. He was, he was a carpenter. He got his hands dirty. And so it just, it. I guess it was like, yeah, that hit because there are some people where it's just, uh, all these messages mixed into one. It's all jumbled. But honestly, best experience. Next time, you guys should go, it's amazing. Yeah. Watch the live, I love it, loved it. <laughs>
15: <laughs> Hello, everybody, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I'm Mansu. Uh, before I started, I couldn't think of a single thing to talk about, and now that, now that I've heard everyone talk about, I can't think of one thing I should focus on. <laughs> Uh, I'll start with Art Boshoff. I think the reason I liked him so much was that he looked and sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. But he he talked about he he talked about how we shouldn't be uh, scared to offend people, how we should talk about what we believe in, how we shouldn't turn down, because who who can we really offend? God, you know, when. When we go to school, who are these people that we are offending? How will they affect our lives? Uh, Nowadays, it's looked down upon to be a Christian. Religion as a whole is looked down upon. But I think it's so wonderful to go to Planet Shakers and there are thousands of people who are there for you and will pray for you and will talk to you. When you go to school, there's like two and a half Christians in your grade. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I also liked Reggie, Uncle Reggie. Me and Judah met him. Uh, he prayed for us, which was really cool. I also bought a bathrobe. Uh, best investment of my life. <laughs> uh, oh, also, when I heard Elijah talking about the mosh pit, I lost both of my shoes in that mosh pit. I had to, like, go, I had to go scavenging for them. Uh, But overall, really cool experience, definitely recommend it.
16: Hello, I'm Abby. My daughter couldn't make it here today, she's feeling sick. So I know, yes, you can give her sympathy tomorrow or when she's feeling better, but I've got her notes. So I'm gonna, you should talk. Okay. All right. So Abby, Abby also wanted to speak about what Noah said. Um, I'll read her words. Noah heard from God about the people crying out in Victoria and God said to, to let my people go. Noah wrote about it. So this is what I want to share on. It's a, song, it's a song about witnessing and being a vessel and being the hands and feet of Jesus. Here's some of the words. Our generation has been searching for you. Our generation has been thirsting for you. We ask for fire to consume this nation. We need a mighty rushing wind from heaven. Show us your glory. This stood out to me because it is talking about helping this nation, being a witness and being a vessel. I want to be a leader to talk to people about God and to show them his glory. I want to be able to go up to people and say what God has done in my life like how he has healed me and how he has anointed me. Okay. I am praying that God will increase my ability to share the goodness of God. I am also praying for his direction, his boldness, his wisdom, and his knowledge. I will also be praying for you, that our church... I will be praying for that, for our church. Yes, yes, for our church. During Planet Boom and Planet Shakers, every message was powerful, but this one stood out to me the most. Okay, I'm going to sit down for a second. Give me two seconds as Adrian. Art Boshoff was one of the hardest guys to hear because I went out there thinking I'd been hit with a brick. Seriously, he was strong and forceful and South African, which is pretty much all of those things. But who have we heard about the most here from these guys? Man, God was good. God is good. Excellent. That's it.
0: Um, Jesse give us one sentence. Statement.
17: <laughs> one.
0: Yeah. Oh, or you just
17: used it. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I got so much the the conference was so powerful. It was so good to see all the youth like, you know, little sticky beak looking at the youth every now and then during worship just to see them. Filled with the Holy Spirit, yeah. worshiping their hearts out. It's just like good, nice fist in the air. Yes, <laughs> um, but oh, I yeah, I've got too much and I have n- no time. I've got <laughs> just say it now. Um, I've got I love the <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I've got so many challenging points that I had written down and. As like a praise report, something I specifically prayed for for over the youth was that there would be challenging points and that they would take those challenging points home with them. And that's pretty much the only thing I've heard in this entire session now that they've all they've taken on like the sandpaper that just refines who you are and that character and what God has for you, sculpting you. Uh, it was is it was incredible, like. I'm just, I'm proud of you guys, seeing you all worship your hearts out, finding who you are in God as well, what he has for you. It's just so good.
8: Hello. Okay, I'll be short and sweet. All right. Um, so one thing that really stood out to me that Andy Harrison said actually in our leader's session was your words form your world. So um, it was just really encouraging for me to just be like, okay, our words have real Power and you, yeah, it was just really challenging. And one more from Sam, Robri- Sam Rodriguez is today's complacency is tomorrow's captivity. So that really stood out to me. So there you go. There's two points, short and sweet. <laughs> Good job. All right, Monica.
15: <laughs> um, so from no worries. Um, I attended the Boom Leader session and oh my gosh, it was such an honour. Um, Where do I start? I'm so thankful and grateful in this session. God spoke to me about my faith. Whether you come from a big city or a small town, you can operate in great faith. Mm. How can we sustain it? Have faith in God. The reason we have our youth today is because the people before them were led by faith. Faith makes things possible in God to be bold by By faith, Mm. we must carry that out. Mm. God is so good.
16: (laughs) Thanks, guys.
9: Thank you.
0: Awesome. Um, And my takeaway statement was that we can't get a move of God by manipulating him, only by following him. And so I just want to praise God for this move that we've seen over our young people that we got to take away and... Yeah, so let's just finish in prayer. Father God, I thank you so much for your might and your power. God, I thank you that you are alive and well. <laughs> you are moving in your people, God, and we've seen it through these young lives. And Father, we just ask that what has been imparted would be sustained by your spirit and by your power, God. Let there be nothing that is lost but only cemented um, and what has been sown, let it grow deep and mighty roots that cannot be shaken, cannot be taken away and cannot be uprooted by anything that. any single person faces from here on out, Father. And I pray that this move would spread in our church, just like Abby prayed. God, I pray that you would increase our faith, increase our zeal for you, Father. And Lord, let what we face not distract us from the power of what you have for us and the purpose that you have for us, Father. You've given us everything that we need for this godly life. We believe in that, God, and we thank you for it. And we stand on your word above anything else, Father. We thank you that, Lord, what you've won for us is too, is too good and too mighty for us to forsake. So, Holy Spirit, help us in our faith, help us in our walk and help us not to forsake what you have for us. Thank you, Father. Open our eyes and, Lord, may you bless this year of your church, God. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining today.